0: MyMac Podcast 926 Sick and tired
1: And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast and I have no idea what this show is going to be like this week and and we'll get into why in in just a little bit. Well, it, and it has been A very interesting week with calamity after calamity occurring and I'm very tempted to say thank you since not much else is really going on for us to talk about. So instead of, hey, how about those new HomePods that look amazingly like the ones Apple had before or should I get a new Mac now or wait until the the M3 Mini Pro Ultra Max comes out? We're going to talk about what you do when you have the worst week ever. Without it really being like life-threatening or anything, because that would that would really really suck. Um, <coughs> Gaz is not with me, as you can tell. It's it's begun. It has begun. Gaz <laughs> is not with me <coughs> today because he is um, off doing fun things instead of this. And instead, I have <coughs> roped Mister Carl Madden into joining me today and and listening to me. And I was I was nearly fine. Pre-show, I, I, everything was cool and groovy, and as soon as we hit the record button to get started, Carl, it's like, okay, time for Guy's latest coughing fit. How That's are it. you?
0: I am very well, uh, unlike yourself, Guy, and thank you for inviting me along to this coughing fest.
1: So, oh, it's, it's going to be, be so much fun. Cough, cough. <laughs> so much sputter, fun. Sputter, sputter. Um, what what have you got going on lately?
0: Just. Work mainly all the time. Getting up at freezing, freezing o'clock in the morning, and Oof. going to work and working all day, and then coming home doing the show. You know, as always, mac and forth, still kicking along out there. Took two weeks off recently, but now we're back, and uh, and I couldn't go another another week without the MyMac show on a
1: Monday morning. So I will see if yeah, Gaz sorry. is away,
0: I'm going to have to step in and do it myself.
1: Yeah, well, and then you get to hear yourself because isn't that so fun? Yeah, uh, sometimes. <laughs> Um, you know, most of what is going to be the, the meat and potatoes of the show this week is going to be all the stuff that has happened to me over the last two weeks. There's a reason why that I didn't do a show, uh, with Gaz last week and we will get into all of that. And it's not just one thing. It was multiple things that went. Completely and totally wrong, and it's still kind of going on right now. Um, is this? Now I'm, is this the
0: inspiration you pulled from that? The play that goes wrong, the podcast that goes wrong. Is is that, pretty much
1: pretty much yeah. as. And we're actually going to that in. I know uh, that's why I bring it up. <laughs> April, A- yeah, April. We're we're going okay. up to New York. It's and um, it's going to be my son Peter and his fiance. Oh, uh, his friend, Jake and his new bride to be by the time we go to this thing, they're getting married next month. And of course, Tracy and I, and we're all going to go to New York and see the play that goes wrong with the original cast, which is part of part of the, I mean, cause the, the play itself is, is wonderful. It's, it's a, it's so funny and you can see depending on whether they've taken it down lately or not, you can kind of see it if you look for it over on YouTube, because they also did the Christmas Carol that goes wrong and Peter Pan goes wrong. And Peter Pan goes wrong is what we're actually going to see when we go up there, but it's going to be, it's going to be brilliant. And those people are like, snap, snap. So good. So mm. I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I am on, I know here's hold on to your hats, folks. I'm actually on a different microphone this week. What? i know gasp in amazement and for people who remember back not even 2 months ago one of my new year's resolutions was that i wasn't going to buy microphones <laughs> epic fail oh <laughs> such an epic fail and it's and the the crazy part is the microphone that i'm using today is the baby brother to the one that i've had for a while that i really like which is and you won't see this unless you watch it on video which you'll find over on the uh the vert shark channel on youtube youtube youtube.com is this right here this is the lewitt 440 pure and the one i'm using today is its baby brother the 240 pro which is about a hundred hundred bucks less than the 440 and it's it's a very attractive microphone, it looks you know the the one I have looks just like it, except it's white instead of black and um, I was kind of playing around with it last night, and it sounds pretty good i I still like it, but that's that's the mic that I'm using this week, and you know I, I still of course have all the other ones, but this is that's so, what I'm using this week,
0: so I have to ask as' i always of course you I'm, do what what are you searching for <laughs> what is the ultimate sound that you're searching for?
1: i'm I'm sorry i don't understand that question <laughs>
0: i thought you just froze it on the screen there to double no. check yeah no no so man.
1: what what
0: what is it what is what is missing from all these microphones you have that you feel the need it's like a psychiatry thing isn't it so just lay back on the couch there and get a guy for a moment uh so what is it you're actually searching for sir what is I don't what th- is I, the
1: <laughs> ultimate i have microphone. a lot of i have a lot of really nice microphones i've got you know, the one that, that all the podcasters, you know, if if you listen to the the podcasting gurus, they'll sit there and say, Oh, well, the ultimate microphone is obviously the sure SM7B. Okay, well I got one. I also have I have a Heil PR forty, which is a dynamic, wonderful sounding mic. I've got the Rode NT1, which is a wonderful sounding condenser mic. I've got the the Lewitt. Uh, LCT four forty. I've got now. I've got the Lewitt LCT two forty. Uh, there's there's really not like any particular thing that I'm I'm looking for in a microphone. Um, I I I, I can't actually answer that question. I don't know what it is. I think
0: you need to start checking if there's a mics anonymous out there. I think. <laughs>
1: yeah. What would that be called? M M I M A A microphones anonymous no just be (laughs) ma
0: which kind of works but yeah yeah so well there you go well it's a hobby i guess uh costly hobby obviously but then a lot of blokes hobbies are i suppose at the end of the day at least you're not collecting plastic cars or something so
1: (laughs) plastic cars yeah yeah that would that would not be a good thing um i don't have do i have gaz's snippets music i don't think i do my my setup you. is all kind of messed up which we will we'll, uh, we'll go into that a little bit later but um, i guess we'll just we'll just fake a a Gaza's snippets intro dun, dun, dun. all right um huh. don't have a whole lot here cuz it's it's actually been relatively quiet as far as uh, apple goes you know we, we had the big financial announcement 2 weeks ago and you know, lo and behold, they made more money. Who who would have guessed that? Um but some of these snippets I think I put in here just because they cracked me up. Here's here's the first one, and God love analysts. If it wasn't for analysts, I just wouldn't have enough anger in my life. Um one of them is saying that a, a new leak of the iPhone fifteen shows that it will be rounder. And have thinner bezels, bezels, as well as USB-C. That was so, something. Go ahead. So, how what, do, what does it
0: mean by rounder? What bigger uh, curves on the corner or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's
1: a rectangle. And if you if you actually looked at the headline in the story through Apple News, it was it was like, well, this is like amazing. Wow, it's going to be r- r- rounder and uh. The the little black part that borders the edges will be thinner. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Really? It's going to well, we be a black slab, just like it's been a black we, slab since, since the very first one. one came out. Well, I we know it's got to have
0: USB-C in it, because that's being mandated now, um, especially in Europe and stuff like that. So that's not a surprise. And Wait, it's probably long honestly, overdue as well. I, I, I don't know what the lightning does that the USB-C doesn't, but... Not Much I can imagine I think it makes but it's it gonna,
1: just, I, I think it makes more money for Apple with a Maybe, yeah,
0: maybe, but um, I, I know a lot of people get ready for all the moaning articles about oh, i can 't believe i've got to change all my lightning things now for my iPhone, even though it's now mandated
1: yeah and, yeah. and well and regardless of that, honestly, Apple should have done it probably four years ago whenever, whenever when when the ten came out, when the iPhone ten came out is when mm. They should have switched to USB-C. Uh, it's, and it
0: makes it's, more ma- makes well, more sense now. It does
1: because you're shooting bigger
0: video files, and like the lightning throughput isn't that high compared to USB-C, for example. And
1: you know, well, to me, it's it's just more along the lines of, you know, we're, we're trying to get to a connector that we use for everything. Mm. And that wasn't going to be lightning and it wasn't going to be the 30 pin and it wasn't going to be SCSI and it's not going to be, you know, USB-A because, you know, who wants a phone that thick? And USB-C slash Thunderbolt is kind of, honestly, the the perfect connector. It's bi-directional. You can't plug it in incorrectly. And... It's got great thorough, thorough put, and it, it's just, it's small, it's light, it fits. Uh, everything uses it. You know, there, there's no ambiguity as far as, well, you know, this is an Apple only thing, or this is a Samsung only thing, or this is a whatever only thing. It's just one of those connectors that just works with everything. And Apple should have done it two, three years ago easily. And Hmm they didn't because lightning makes them more money really. And again, that's, that's what it comes down to. Apple is going to do whatever Apple wants to do that makes them more money. This is what big companies do. So I don't think that should be a big surprise to anyone. Uh, movie, don't
0: go out of business. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, we're sticky. We're sticking to our guns and, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we don't care who cares and you know 6 months later going out of business sale all right um apple not jumping into ai chat as fast as analysts would like and Good. for for those who don't understand what this is, what this means uh there's a program there's a couple different programs but one of the big ones is called chat gpt and it's it's basically it's kind of an ai test And you actually, and this on a somewhat unrelated note, one of the things that that Carl does on the aforementioned Mac and Forth show, when they talk about, when people call into the show or, you know, leave feedback or stuff like that, if there isn't any, you play a particular little song. And do you have that handy?
0: Oh, yeah, caught me off guard there.
1: I know, sorry. This is the song. This is copyright music, though. <laughs> well, you know, we'll find out. But
0: let well, talk over it. It's okay. But it's one yeah. bit one bit in particular that's coming up right now. Here it comes.
1: Oh. There it is right there. It's, and it's painful. It is so very painful. Basically, the guy who recorded it hit a wrong note. And for whatever reason, they left it in there. And you actually went to chat GPT and asked that question. And it, without right. going all the way into it, what was, what was chat's response to that?
0: Well, it was Dean. Dean decided to test it out and ask that question: Why is there a bum note in the Hulk theme music? And he gave this long list. And he said about they had a they had a full band in there and a string quartet or trio or something, a jazz trio, I think it was. Uh, but the composer actually done the piano solo himself. And they he says they reckoned he'd done it separately from everybody else. And due to time constraints, even though they made the mistake, they just decided apparently to leave it in, according. To ChatGPT now. All I can guess is that's gone out there on the web and found a story and then put it into a nice presentable format to offer us as a fake human being on the other side of the screen. And that's what you know. We 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 talked about ChatGPT on our show this week, and um, all these you know, it's clever technology and stuff. It's just a smoke and mirrors, as far as I'm concerned. Every every response it gives is very generic. Like we asked it to write a load of. Um, five-star reviews for the Mac and Forbes
1: show. Oh, really? And it
0: basically just, yeah, it just spills out like 10 generic uh, reviews. And to test this, I I did one for the MyMac show, and it was basically the same thing. It was like an Apple podcast. The, infor- the the hosts are informative and, you know, entertaining and stuff like this. So it's just taking like generic th- phrases and adding them to, you know, specific points of whatever you ask it. So, I mean, it, it's clever, but... It's not groundbreaking as far as I'm and, aware.
1: And obviously it's never actually listened to the MyMac well, no. podcast. Otherwise it would tell
0: you to chuck one.
1: Yeah. What is it? Said, <laughs> no, that's it's not a good show. Don't listen to them. That's, so that's and I actually to be fair, I haven't actually tried it, but I am now I am now curious. So I will we'll pull it out no, now.
0: Google it. Sorry. Do it now. Do it live. Do it on the show. Do it live, damn it. Do it on the show. Okay, well, how do open I get up to Google? It? How, how do I get to it? Go open Google, open a browser, uh-huh. search for Chat GPT, uh, and it should come up first result. And then you can literally just ask it a question.
1: Okay. Oh, well, there it is right there. Gray screen. Fast. Try Chat GTP.
0: Yeah. So down the bottom, there's Verify a, an input that window. I'm a human.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Log in with your open AI. Oh, come oh on. yeah. You, you got.
0: You gotta log in with your Google details and stuff. Okay, well, let's
1: see if it'll
0: let me. Just do that and then you're in and literally just ask it a question randomly about something, I don't know. Well, it's
1: It's verifying um, that I'm a human. Again. (laughs) again. That's so weird. Why would a AI chat care that whether or not I was a human?
0: Uh, do, do you let it refer to itself as an AI? Are you making oh, it, it confirm to, it's uh, an AI for God's chat? Sake. Oh, oh dear,
1: <laughs> this is this I'm is like pulling for... teeth.
0: But um, yeah, like I say, once you, if you do manage to get in, it is it is kind of fun. But the way some people are writing it up, it's like the Second Coming. You think no, <laughs> no, 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 um. But there are two versions out there. There's the one Google, uh, Microsoft are doing, and there's the one Google are doing, which I think is more chat GPT. And uh, But the the Microsoft one is having an existential, existential crises. Every oh, really? Time people talk to it. <laughs> it's like becoming self aware, it seems. It's kind of funny, and it's insulting people and threatening them th- them as well and getting them to say all kinds well, of things. Well,
1: it is stuff. Microsoft. You know, I mean. Well, yeah. What, I mean, micro- uh, what hardcore Microsoft user. Doesn't enjoy <coughs> oh, there we goes. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't doesn't enjoy a good threat every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so I I'm up, I'm in chat GPT finally. Oh, and I can Don't upgrade to plus.
0: No, no, no. So so let's let's see, what do you know about? Okay, this is what I'm gonna
1: add. This is the first question I'm going to ask. Why should I there we go. use yep. chat yep. GPT? Cat GPT can be a helpful tool for a variety of reasons. Here are a few. Quickly, oh, quick and easy access to information. It can provide answers to questions. You can ask a question and get immediate response without having to search for the information yourself. 24-7 availability. Impartiality. And I'm not reading <laughs> everything it's saying here. Uh, ability to learn and adapt. Versatility. Holy crap. This is, I mean, I was complaining about word salad easy uh, earlier. It's like, yeah. you just don't know when to shut up. I just asked. Overall, using chat GPT can be convenient, efficient, and reliable way to get the information you need. So now well, I'm going to put them in right. sod off. I'm I'm sorry if I said something that upset you. Is there anything I can help you with? See, it, it, it reminds me Oh my god, I'm sorry. For him to come back. No, I'm sorry. It reminds me of those
0: text adventures when we were young, you know, and we didn't have yeah, Eliza. That's
1: what it was. Eliza. Oh, Eliza.
0: Okay. But isn't um, that
1: what it was called?
0: I have no idea. I, I I don't recall that far back. I don't recall last week, too. The truth, but anyway. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's technically interesting, you know, and it's better probably than searching on Google. But again, same limitations. Never trust totally what Google tells you, and it's only pulling in the same kind of um, information, but in a more presentable way, shall we say? Um, for example, ask it. Ask it. What's the best podcast uh, microphone for podcasting? See what it comes up
1: with. Ooh, just, that is just a good question.
0: And then it'll be your quest over and done with if you've got it.
1: <laughs> what is the best microphone for podcasting? I, I bet it's going to be one I don't have. Yeah. Choosing the best go. microphone for podcasting can depend on upon a few factors. Oh, God. Budget, recording environment, personal preferences. Here are a few popular options. Shure SM7B uh Audio Technica AT2035 which I sort of have sort of uh Rode Pod mic I've got that and it's giving me like the reasons why it would it would pick some of these different mics blue yeti oh now I know you this is not an intelligent <laughs> don't use a blue yeti for podcasting it's worth noting that there are many other high-quality microphones available for podcasting, and the best microphone for you will depend on your specific needs and preferences. It can be helpful to do some research and read reviews from other podcasters to find a microphone that will work well for you.
0: See, it couldn't be any more generic.
1: Yeah. You know, and because I don't have the 2035, but I do have the 3035, and that's oh, well. an important yeah. distinction. Exactly. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on from chat GPT, I'm actually gonna leave that up because I'm gonna play around with that later. That that sounds like oodles of fun. All right. Um the next one is the room rumor that the iPhone fifteen will be buttonless buttonless. What do you think about that?
0: Well, it's it's a possibility, isn't it? Uh you know, if they make a lot of solid state um buttons on other things so the only thing is if they do that how are you going to reset your iphone when it goes totally mad
1: how are you going to turn it on or off
0: exactly i mean it's got to be something to it i mean obviously the trackpad on macbooks now are just a solid thing that feels really weird when it's off because uh you get so used to that haptic feedback but yeah for every single Button is just a solid state on the other phone. You can do the rest of it while you press that combo. <laughs> Considering, because you know, I'm assuming that the phone's messed up and not responding, and that's why you've got to do it in the first place. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: But it, yeah, it, it does. I mean, there's got to be at least one button someplace, a physical button mm. to turn something on, turn something off. I mean. Other than that, like, let's say that you run out of power. What do you do then? You know? And, and the same kind of thing is like, well, it's not going to have any buttons and it's not going to have any ports. And it's like, for all I know, you're just selling me a a, a slab of black plastic at some point. A
0: glass. You know, yeah. you
1: came into exactly. my house in the middle of the <laughs> night, took my phone away that worked and left this black piece of plastic that now you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, obviously you're out of warranty and you have to buy a new one now. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And just go ahead and buy another f- damn phone.
0: I mean, it will look good if that's the case. If everything's like rigid and solid and like it only comes to life when you turn it on. I just hope someone, obviously they have, they wouldn't release it without going, oh, yeah, we can't resell it. That was a bit of a boo-boo, wasn't it? But yeah. I'm sure they would think about that. I'm just saying, though. Um <laughs> it will confuse a lot of a lot of the normies, shall we say? It really Cause would because <laughs> it's bad <laughs> enough now. How do I reset it? I do. I do what? <laughs> yes. Like I have to. I have to hit what combination? You have to press that one and then that one, not for, but not for long. Don't do it too long. Because press, but that one, that one, that one, that one. Now do it that now. that's
1: it. <laughs> okay. What could um, possibly go wrong? Absolutely nothing. Next thing I've got. This is the last thing for Cass's snippets. Uh, Apple's and I love this. This this was a headline, and I'm going to tell you who wrote who what headline, what magazine this was in. This was in MacWorld magazine. An editor approved this headline in MacWorld magazine. Carl, mm-hmm. Apple's next big thing will arrive right on time, even if it's a few months late. What? what
0: i mean it it makes sense i guess from the bleeding obvious
1: point of view (laughs) and what this is in regards to is the the so far you know and we can put this in the same category with the physical apple tv set and the apple car and a, a a few other things that uh, that people have been talking about Apple is definitely going to make this, and they've got this huge thing set up to do this and that, and blah, 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 blah. And it's the AR headset that no one in Apple thus far has confirmed that they're making in any way, shape, or form. And again, you know, like the car, like the television set, You've got analysts that are coming out and go, oh, this is definitely like the 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 big thing that Apple is working on. And um, I, I I remember when when they first started talking about the Apple Car, uh, Gaz was under the impression that it was going to be a service. Mm-hmm. And as time has gone on, and we've seen kind of where CarPlay is evolving into. I'm thinking it's going to be more along the lines of replacing everything in your dashboard with digital mm. displays through uh CarPlay. You so you'll be able to sit there and say, "Well, I want my speedometer to look like this and I want my attack to look like this and my I want my oil pressure gauge here and this this" and or if, you know, considering that, you know, the internal combustion engines seem to be disappearing uh faster than well I I don't want to give that example um battery monitoring for uh, electric cars or 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 what have you. you all of your gauges will be set in such a way that that you decide where they're going to be and that makes more sense than anything that I've heard come from analysts in regards to Apple cars and when you think about how poorly the layout is for most dashboards and compare that to how poorly the layout was for most infotainment systems and in cars before Android auto and uh, carplay both Google and Apple kind of hit it out of the park with Android auto and CarPlay. And who came first and who's stolen what design elements from the other, I don't really care. It's a better way of dealing with my car's infotainment system than anything I have ever seen from car manufacturers.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but they weren't normally made by the manufacturers, were they? They were made by third parties and then sort of imported like like Pioneer or technics or whatever but uh and then they just put their badge over the top of it but yeah i mean yeah right actually dashboards have got a lot more confusing over the last few years all all you need really is your speedo and your fuel gauge and your temperature of your engine that's it you don't really need anything else maybe obviously if you've got an electric car you need to know what the battery charge is rather than the fuel gauge but um but yeah i don't know yeah i mean there's a possibility that they when they showed off that next generation of CarPlay and it takes over the entire dashboard you can take your favorite dash layout with you from one car to the next car and stuff like that maybe yeah but uh yeah yeah, car the car apple car was always like pie in the sky maybe but i think there's more more like solid stuff for the ar because there are other ar things out there already like obviously meta and uh, a few others as well and um Have you tried one? Oh yeah, I've got one. There's one there in the background on the thing. Do you use it much? Yeah, of course. Do play games and like you know, do little, watch movies on it and stuff like that if I wish. Um, There are there are practical reasons for it, but I don't know if they're going to be enough to supposedly warrant the suspected three thousand pound or dollar price tag. For this Apple variant that's coming out, um, and everything that was rumored, like the big rumors that came out a few weeks ago or months ago, none of them were specifically like impressive. I mean, it's got supposedly a lot of stuff in there that other machines, other headsets, don't do. But then a lot of what they already do do. Um, so it's it's a weird it's a weird thing to bring out potentially the AR headset from Apple. There's no reason why they shouldn't do it. But I'm just not sure if it's going to be the next big big thing, um, you know. But I said that about the Apple Watch. But now, you know, everybody seems to have some sort of smartwatch on their wrist when you go around. Not necessarily an Apple Watch, but a Fitbit or a, a Google Time One, or whatever they called. I can't remember. But um, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I just, I, it's, it's like a niche market now, and I don't see. The potential there for Apple to make oodles and oodles of money on it, and that's all they seem to worry about these days, like the big markets. Not they don't seem to worry about little markets anymore.
1: You can talk about Apple or people talking about Apple.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Apple itself. I mean, okay, okay, yeah. They bring out a 250 quid speaker, for example, and they know that's not going to be a big seller. They just want to put it out there. A, it does sound good given that, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, I've but, got um, some
1: minis and, and they sound, I've got two minis that I have paired up to my uh, TV set and mm. they sound great. You know, again, got, I think. Well, I, I, I've got saying, these I, I think, huge, huge speakers that I used to use with a separate um, receiver and, and all the rest of that. And anytime I wanted to watch TV and, you know, use this this other thing, it was big and it was clunky and. Now I just turn on the TV set, the speakers automatically pair with the Apple Mm. TV, and and I get great sound.
0: I mean, look, you see, that's one half of my stereo set for my HomePods, the original HomePods there. They have ones off camera. (laughs) But that works with that big screen you can see behind me and my Xbox there and various other things. And they all feed in through eARC and then out. Through the Apple TV out to the HomePods, it sounds great. Oh, I'm saying, yeah. but I think even that speaker market is a bigger market than VR as it stands at the moment. Um, that's all. Well, I mean, I, it's obviously going to happen at some point in our, you know, if we if we if we're around in long enough. In our
1: lifetime, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, I'm just not sure anything on the market can is there to blow our socks off at the moment. I could be wrong, you know. That's, they they well, know I mean, their business more, far more than I do.
1: let's face it. We're talking really about the gaming market, which is a big market, but it's, it's not like an iPhone market and it's not like a TV market that, you know, where everyone is going to want one of these things. And if all you're talking about, and I I don't want to sound flippant. uh, If all you're talking about is the relatively small, gaming market as compared to something like the phone market, then yeah, it, it's, it's not going to be all of that because not everybody wants to game, uh, especially as you know, cause there, there's definitely a, you know, here's part of the problem is that there's a demographic for gaming and the typical gamer market is going to be from you know, uh, early teens to probably late twenties. That's where your bell curve is going to be the the biggest. And mm. as people get older, and and I'm, you know, I mean, I I love playing games, but I'm I don't think I'm the target market for something like AR. I don't think you're the target market for something like AR. They're looking at the the teens to twenties as being probably the biggest target market for something like. Um, uh, AR uh, an AR headset. So, how do you how do you fit that? You know, cost cost wise. How do you fit it so that somebody in their teens to twenties can afford it, along with all of the accessories and and all of the games and everything else that's going to go with it, as mm-hmm. compared to what they already have, which is Uh, an Xbox or a PlayStation or something along those lines, because not everyone is going to be able to, to jump in with both feet, all of these different little segmented parts of the market. So if you already have a, a PlayStation 20, are you going to be interested in, in jumping into the Apple or, or Microsoft AR headset if it doesn't work? with the PlayStation or if it doesn't work with the Xbox or if it doesn't work with Apple's whatever. And we've seen already that arcade Apple's arcade while fun is not the same type of market that hardcore gamers are looking for.
0: Actually, it's a bigger market than the others. It's just a different, User base than the Apple, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's got millions and millions and millions of users, but uh, obviously the games are not AAA games or anything like that. So, yeah, I understand it.
1: But casual, casual games, yeah.
0: And and you're right. You know, if they want to apply to the Call of Duty players and things like that, for example, or the FIFA players or whatnot like that, then they're gonna Apple's gonna have to let go of their control, and that's something I don't see them doing anytime soon.
1: What? Um,
0: no, no. but uh, it's, you know, there's other aspects, like you can watch a movie with it with friends and stuff like that. But I always find that a bit of an odd thing, because you don't end up watching a movie, you end up chucking things at each other in cyberspace, yeah. Um, which is what me and my mates did. So it kind of defeats the object of going to the movies. You go to the movies not to be social, We well, you, you do, but that's before and afterwards. It's not during right. the movie. You don't want, you're meant to sit there and watch the flipping screen. And if you talk while I'm watching it, you're in trouble. Anyway, but apart from that. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's been pushed back to apparently to be released uh, or, or unveiled at WWDC this year. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. see. It's it's not far. If yeah. they push it back again and push it back again, we'll know it's all smoke and mirrors again. So,
1: Yeah, well, you'll have um, some of the various analysts going, well, it was going to come out this, but there's all kinds of reasons why, and I'm going to put mm. out 14 different articles saying why. It's like, oh, shut up. Just shut if up. no don't know. If
0: Apple, if Apple think they've cracked it, they'll pull it out.
1: So. Well, not, all, and even if they think they cracked it, but really haven't, then they'll put it out anyway, and we'll see what happens with it. Well, uh,
0: yeah, they've done all the work. Who, why
1: not? Yeah. All right. um dun-dun-dun. That's pretty much the end of Gaza's snippets. And this went on much longer than I thought it was going to. For those four <laughs> so little like things four that stories. I had. <laughs> I know. It was like, what did I have? I had, you know, something's going to be buttonless. Uh, AI chat, round phones, and the next big thing. And we've gotten quite a bit of quite a bit of content out of that. So yay us. Yay. All right. But on to the, I guess you could call it the, the main thing that we're going to talk about today. And that has been my completely crap week that's <laughs> been going on. And it all kind of started now. Today is uh, Sunday the 19th, which means that last Saturday was the 11th. I think whatever last Saturday was not counting the Saturday that just happened, but the one before that, um, I got up and Gaz and I, we were, you know, talking about recording and then all of a sudden my M one Mac mini just crashed and blinked out, came back and it was like, Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what happened there. And I got this, you know, do you want to report this to Apple with like an entire two to three pages of stuff that it's like, I have no idea <laughs> what any of this means, but it's like, sure, send it off to Apple. And then it happened again and again and again Uh-oh. and again. And then finally, it blinked out. And instead of coming back up, the little LED that's at the front of the, 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 all of the Mac minis started pulsing orange. And it was like, you know, I'm not an expert at these things, but I think that this is bad. (laughs) So nothing I could do. I I actually went and have you ever heard of a a program called configurator from Apple? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I found online to, to try was to, erase and reset the firmware on your computer. And you can okay. do that with configurator. So I tried that. It didn't work. And it's like, okay, well maybe there's, there's something on, um, the, something in storage that that's not quite right. And I've got lots of backups. So I said, I'll just, I'll, I'll wipe the, the, you know, m- my storage and then restore. And it got about halfway through doing that and then stopped. And it was like, okay, don't know what's wrong here, but it is so far beyond anything that I can do. And this kind of begs the question, now, in the past, with discrete components inside of computers, we could sit there and say, okay, well, I'm going to bring this, this USB stick that has an operating system on it, and I'm going to boot from the USB stick, and I'm going to see if, if that works. And if that doesn't work, then I'll, I'll take out one of the RAM sticks. You know, I mean, it's, it's a process yeah, yeah. that you go through. Mm-hmm. But with the release of the M series computers, you can't do that anymore. It doesn't work. Because everything is integrated onto its system on a chip. Everything is integrated onto the main motherboard of the computer. And mm-hmm. I made an appointment with a local apple store and took the computer down there and told him everything i'd done everything that i tried to do and the guy just like plugged it into a monitor and he looked and saw the blinking light and he's like okay that's a um, uh, motherboard failure it's like oh okay well how long will that take to replace and he says well you have a custom configuration and i said well not really it's sixteen gigs of RAM and, and one terabyte of storage. And it's like, yeah, but the, the normal configuration is eight gigs of RAM and either two hundred and fifty-six or five hundred and twelve yeah. gigs of storage. Right. So they had to send off to Cupertino to get a new motherboard for for my M1, the Mac Mini. And so I came back here. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? Now, I, I have, and it's what's actually currently hooked up. Uh, I have, and it's actually a more powerful computer. It's the 16-inch MacBook Pro with 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, it's the M1 Pro chip instead of the, the regular M1. Wow. And a one terabyte internal, inter- of internal storage but I'd never used it in this configuration with like two screens and all the rest of that. And it took me a little bit, but i managed to get everything up and working. And then I had to reconfigure all of the programs, uh, including my, my work setup. Cause I wasn't going to get the Mac mini back until Thursday or Friday of last week. And in the middle of all this, I'm starting to feel like crap. And it's like, you know, This is not good. This is not a good combination. And we had uh, a couple of COVID tests here in the house. Went ahead, took the test, came back positive for COVID. And somehow, through two years of a pandemic, with me going outside all of the time, going to work every single day, because I was the only one that lived relatively close, never caught it. The way I caught it, and I'm almost embarrassed to tell you how and where I caught COVID. After all of that, two years of a pandemic, going to the grocery stores, going to pharmacies, going to work, going, you know, I I went to Chicago. I've been to Florida twice. (laughs) Nothing. Went to New York. Nothing. The way I caught it. Two weeks ago, I went bowling with some guys from work. One of the guys reported, and I didn't know this, reported on Friday that he'd come down with COVID. And when he reported that to the other guys, one of the other guys was like, yeah, I just tested positive too. And that Friday... No, sorry. That Thursday, because we bowled on Wednesday. That Thursday, I had spent the entire day with one of the guys that, where it came back, where he came back positive the next day, mm-hmm. and so he called me not on Friday, not on Saturday. He waited until Sunday to call me and tell me, "Oh yeah, I have COVID." And like, <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell me that? When you found out that you had it, and we had spent all this time together, no, he waited until Sunday. So I was like, "Son of a," Ugh. so I tested, and yep, I I came back positive for COVID, and which made setting up this MacBook Pro for work very very important because it it hadn't been set up for that before. But as it turned out, it actually didn't matter because what I did most of that entire week was sleep. It was like, I would, Mm. I would just be sitting there at, you know, with two screens going on and I'm logged into work and it seemed like I just closed my eyes for just a second and two (laughs) hours have gone by. None of my screens are still there. The whole computer's fallen back asleep. And it's like, God. So, you know, I basically, all I ended up doing as far as work goes, I, I, I checked my email in the morning and if there was anything important that I had to deal with, I dealt with that. And then I pretty much just logged off for the rest of the day. So I took the, the entirety of last week is I'm just using for sick, using sick leave. And that, and that's fine. Cause I've got like 200 plus hours of sick time coming to me. So it's not like it's not, it's, it's not covered. But the thing that really irks me amongst so many other things is I had actually bought tickets to see an XFL game tonight uh, local here to Washington, D.C. Uh, the D.C. defenders were going to play the Seattle Sea Dragons. He's like, okay. And this was going to be their first game of the season. And they're playing at Audi Field, which is normally a uh, soccer slash football stadium for D.C. United here. And now I can't go, and it's too late to sell the tickets back. So I'm kind of screwed. Now, I'll still be able to see the game because it's going to be on, it's going to be on, you know, through streaming on TV, but it's not the same thing. And, of course, the hmm. money that I spent on these tickets is now just gone. So, That's weird, because we,
0: we go to work. We've got it over here. He's still going to work now those restrictions have all gone in fact they, oh, they, have they specifically if you get it now you still come to work you're not getting any time off unless you're really really ill so yeah obviously <laughs> different in different countries we go out all the time people go out all the time with covid at the moment over here i mean i've had it twice so far third time suspected but i didn't bother testing it at all because what's the point if i've got it i've got it if i haven't, I haven't no big deal so um you know just just had a sore throat for a couple
1: of days yeah well I know they, some
0: people it gets them really bad obviously but uh yeah
1: well they don't want um they don't want people coming in if if they're still we're, we have to have i think two negative tests before hmm. they'll let us come back in. yeah and tracy's my yeah tracy tested this morning because I, I went and got like a five pack of tests cause we, we ran out she tested this morning and it came back like barely positive that that mm-hmm. t line was like really really faint that's good that's good and so i'm going to test tomorrow morning there's no point in me testing today because if she still has it then chances are i still have it <coughs> so i will test tomorrow and uh again sorry for any coughing i did manage to hit the the mute button once in the recording of the <laughs> show so it wasn't like this big long coughing coughing fit uh, but I just found that, um, you know, because Gaz and I, and I'm sure you have as well, have been singing the praises of these M-series Macs because they're mm. just so fast compared to what, what you know, the the Intel stuff that, that they were using before. And for whatever reason, you know, and I kind of poo-pooed the whole, Well, I can't add my own RAM and I can't add my own storage because, you know, RAM with these particular chips isn't as important as it was with the Intel chips. Uh, Storage, of course, is still important, but you can can plug in storage from other sources. It's not that big of a deal. But this was the very first time that I ran into this. Well, my computer's broken and there is absolutely nothing... (laughs) that I
0: can do but that's 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 not necessarily that's because it's the logic board that went I mean the logic board went on my my dad's um, iMac the Intel one from Mm from when they started putting fusion drives in i can't remember from exactly when that
1: 2014 15 something like
0: that yeah but a few years ago his one went and it was the logic board it's just gone there's nothing you can do about it apart from replace or get another replacement for the logic board it's just one of those things and you're right okay everything is now on that logic board (laughs) granted uh, under the m1 the the ram and everything but if there's the logic board that's gone it's gone um you know i suppose if you're into real technical repairs you can get down and dirty with it and replace it with something else maybe but um i think we've just got uh, as as you know cuz obviously you you're a hobbyist and i was a hobbyist and we came up yeah. through computers and we came up from the ones we just bought in my in my in my case the a Spectrum and stuff where you couldn't really do much with that anyway but through the Vic 2064 you know um PCs and then we started not only learning how to use the software we started learning how all the bits fit together and motherboards and RAM and hard drives and all this and we made ourselves wizards to anyone that didn't know how to do this sort of stuff and of course now it's moved on to such an extent that we can no longer do it unfortunately because it's so small and like down deep in 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 the mechanics of the actual board itself that it's beyond us now. Even though we technically know what might have gone wrong, there's no way we can fix it. And that's just progress, I'm afraid. Like I can't if that telly goes wrong, I can't fix it in a million yeah. years. If
1: our washing machine goes wrong,
0: I can't fix it in a million years. So I mean that's that's progress, well, unfortunately. To be
1: fair, there's a difference between your washing machine and a television set because there are still physical attributes of a washing machine that are repairable. As compared yeah.
0: like but you can repair the keys on your keyboard, for example. Well, <laughs> where well, you can replace the yeah. entire keyboard, it's turned out on the on the butterflies. But uh, you know, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. But I, I, I think, okay, you've got a bum logic board there, unfortunately. And uh, there's always going to be problems, which is why we get like a year, well, a couple years in this country, like cover. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it is frustrating because you know in the old days you probably could have fixed it with tinkering around with certain parts of the hardware.
1: But that's yeah. all going.
0: You know, we, can't, we can't claim on one hand, this is wonderful, look how fast all the things this can do. And then on the other hand, when it all goes wholly wrong, going, no, it's rubbish, it's crap. <laughs> I want to be able to fix it myself. Right? So we can't have it both ways, unfortunately. Um, oh, I really think c- I
1: can. Well, well you I can, can complain, complain about
0: it. You can you have every right to complain. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you haven't got that right. But, uh, yeah, we have to accept if we want to move forward, these these are the limitation that us as yeah. individual users are going to start running into, you know. And it's a shame, but then the trade-off is quite worth it. I, I mean, if you're living on the edge and, you, like, money's an issue, then obviously it's not. But um, that's a whole different, you know, story. But uh yeah it's totally frustrating when your machine goes down and you know you're stuck and luckily you've got another machine you know I mean in the old days I didn't have I didn't have two Commodore 64s just knocking around yeah. you know on the off charge.
1: <laughs> so, okay. Oh well that one's gone I'll just plug this one in instead Exactly but, you know <laughs> did not work So it's
0: amazing I mean I look, I look around me now and I there is literally dozens of computers in various forms i've got in this house all doing spe- specific things you know i got one running upstairs a mini in, the, in in the attic running a server for for entertainment and stuff i've got this one here in front of me for podcasting i've got another one somewhere else doing something as well you know i've got ipads got phones it's just
1: mad what are we doing <laughs> well everything everything has become a computer essentially yes. you know and yes. that's the, you know back You know, you want, depending on how far back you want to go, when, when cell phones first came out and they were just like the flip type, well, that wasn't a computer. It was mostly just a receiver and a transmitter and you did something crazy with it. Like get phone calls or, or talk to somebody else while out and about. And now it's like these, these little computer slabs that sit in your pocket and it's replaced six or seven other things that you, that you used to, I I don't want to say had to carry around. But if you wanted to do some of these other things, you, you would have, to, like, f- cameras. Who carries DSLRs around <laughs> anymore? Nobody. I, I'll tell you
0: what. I often think, like, was it back like this when the first computers start, started coming out? Like the Abacus. Did you get a guy come in and yeah. say, like, oh, we, these beads are much more slidey
1: on the yeah. thing up and down. Look, if we'll upgrade. We were or upgrade the, huge, go from- the, the huge adding machines that had the big lever on the side. And you go, shunk, <laughs> shunk. You know, it's like, no, that got replaced by Excel. You know, I mean, it was, it was you were done with it. Yes. So, so, you know, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's insane that everything that we used to carry around separate devices for is now being done on a small little black slab hmm. that fits in our pockets. And now are you, are you covered for your repair? Yes. Yeah. I was covered right, until, uh, November. Mm. And so what, what so I'm now, I've got it back now, but I, I don't have it currently connected because I knew I was going to do the podcast today. And if I was going to go to all the trouble of making sure that I could use this for a podcast, I wasn't going to plug in uh, a, basically a brand new computer, which is what it what it really is, that I haven't tested everything on yet to see if it's going to work. Mm. Um, I'll probably do that at some point, because if, if it's one of those things where. If I can't go to work again next week, it's like, well, what am I going to do all day? I'm going to re-plug in the Mac mini and get everything back the way it was when I first started. All right. Well, that's, that's, we've beaten that to it, a, to a, a pulp. So we're going to, we're going to move on to a really, really quick Gaz's it's tip. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for a tip. This is about as basic of a tip as I can possibly give. Uh, If you are in the Finder, use uh, tabs. Use the tab interface on the Finder instead of having multiple versions of the Finder open. And in order to create more tabs without just finding the little button on the screen, you can just hold down, the command key and hit T. Command T will bring up as many tabs as you want in the Finder. And not only in the Finder, but in a lot of other programs as well. I think most browsers, are. it's also command T to bring up more tabs. And that's, that's the tip I've got for today. What do you think about that, Carl? Are you nodding your head? I'm... Um-
0: I tra- tried it out and it works. So I am yeah. nodding my head. Then. So much head nodding. That's
1: the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Gaz, Tips. Gaz, you are absolutely right. There we go. <laughs> I don't quite have Farago set up the same way that I do with the Mac Mini. But it's close enough, damn it! It is close enough. You must unlearn what you have learned. Yeah, that's that's my problem all the way around. Now, we have some helpful helpful links. Uh, if you would go to timeout.com, or if you look at the links in the show notes, there's a list from timeout.com of helpful Ukrainian donation sites, as well as the the. The two that will do the most good without having to, you know, bend your brain around having to hit links all over the place. And that is the Ukrainian Red Cross and Doctors Without Borders. Those are two very, very good organizations that you can donate to if you so choose. Um, I don't really have a for pick's sake this week. I don't think you do either. Do you, Carl? You have anything you want to you want to throw out there?
0: My new Xbox Series X. Wonderful thing!
1: <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, that that's, that's cheap. It. That's it. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's cheaper than it used to be through for the COVID yeah, crisis that's when true. no one could get
1: chips. Well, nobody could get anything. Um, if you have done an iTunes review or any kind of iTunes review, podcast review for this show, and and under whatever platform it is that you get this show, let us know about it because I don't monitor these things and. If you tell me about it, you will get something that is just so wonderful. Carl has one or two, I do know, and that is called a Woo-T. And if you need an explanation of what a woody is, it is a big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E, exclamation mark, and that is a Woody. And it will make your life so very different. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's exactly how that works. Now, Carl. Yo. If people wanted to get a hold of you and say, you fool, you fool, you let Guy talk you on to being on the show again, how would they do that?
0: Uh, We can touch me uh, on Twitter at Claw0101 or at Mac and Forth as well over there on Twitter. Or you can find us at MacandForth.com and find our podcast if you search on on your favorite podcatcher of
1: choice that we should come up. And if you'd like to get a hold of Gaz and say, where the hell were you this week? Guy is floundering. He's so floundering. But I do that pretty much every week. So if you want to get a hold of Gaz, his email address is gaz at mymac.com. That is G A Z. Cos. Ca- there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is also on the, both the Twitters and the Mastodons and the counter socials as Gazmaz, G A Z
0: cause
1: m a z cause <laughs> <laughs> now, on all of those things you can also send feedback which will go to fearless leader tim that is f e e d b a c k at mymac dot now if you want to get a hold of me so easy that would be guy at mymac dot com would be the email address you can also reach me over on the twitters as either Mac parrot or ah. Vert shark over there on um, the um. Twitters. Uh, I am also on counter social and Mastodon as MacPettit. Um, ah. If you would, if you would like to see all of the, the videos, you can go on over to the tubes of you and look up vert shark. That is my channel over there on uh, the tubes of you. And you can find all of that stuff, all that stuff over there. I do have a website, VertShark.com, but I haven't done anything with it in a really, really long time because I'm a lazy git. That's exactly (laughs) how that works. Now, we also have not one, but two telephone numbers that you can call. And so far, only Marcus has been able to figure out how to use the Google Voice one. But the Skype one is one or plus one outside of the United States. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That number again is one or plus one outside the United States. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. If for some reason dialing a one or a plus one before a telephone number is just too much for you to handle, you can go right to the Skype application and just dial seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Our Google Voice number, which you can call from anywhere, apparently is seven zero three eight two eight four six seven seven that number again seven zero three eight two eight four six seven seven and carl thank you thank you so very much for coming on to the show this week i really really do appreciate it and my pleasure sir putting up with my with my crazy nonsense um with all of that i'd also like to say thank you thank you all of you for downloading and listening, listening to the my <laughs> Mac.com podcast. Don't just download. That's not, that's not good enough. You've got to listen to. And with having said all of that, Carl, I think that, uh, that this week we were good enough and that this week we were smart enough and that doggone it. Woof. Wolf, 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 wolf. People like us, and mm. because I still have Chat GPT open. Oh God! I I'm going as well. to ask it to tell us a joke. Oh, did you have one? I'm still going to do my one. Go ahead. You know,
0: I don't like people who take drugs, especially airport security. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <coughs> oh he's gone <laughs> oh sorry sorry here we go here's one that ChatGPT gave us why did the tomato turn red
0: I don't know I can't
1: remember damn it because it saw the salad dressing oh, oh dear god just so so bad and with that we're at The end. To worry about. Get out of here now. Go on. Go on home and I. Go home.